You're listening to CFRN, the Christian Financial Radio Network. You're listening to CFRN, the Christian Financial Radio Network. Good afternoon, traders, and welcome back to the CFRN E-Mini Futures Cast. This is the daily broadcast of Indeterminate Length, where we discuss all things E-Mini, along with some really big ideas on the finer points of trading gold, bonds, crude, sugar, the euro. Joining us today, Mr. Michael Borg. From our trading desk in Chicago, Mr. Burton Schlichter. Now, to get things started, let's go to our host and founder in Studio A, overlooking South Mountain, America's largest city park. Here's Dwayne. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome back. Today is Tuesday, 30th day of November, 2021. Final trading day of November. Tomorrow's, remember, 30 days has September, April, June, and November. All the rest have 31 except February, which has 28, and on leap year has 29. Right? I think I got that right. Anyway, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us, whoever you are, wherever you are. We're just glad to have you right here, right now. Now, let me just say this up front. If you happen to be listening to this after the fact... This is a live broadcast, but if you're listening after the fact via a podcast player such as Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you know, wherever fine pods are cast, if you want the full video experience, just hit pause on your podcast player and point your browser to youtube.com slash CFRN. Not only do we broadcast live each and every day, on our YouTube channel, but we also archive each and every daily show. Currently, there are over 1,800 daily live broadcasts archived there for your educational and viewing pleasure. Now, when you tune in that way, unfortunately, you don't have access to the question box. If you want to have access to the question box so that you can ask questions and participate in the discussion live in real time, we go live at 12 noon Eastern every trading day. Go to CFRN.net. That's our homepage. On the right-hand side, there's a big microphone. Click that. Follow the instructions. You'll be registered in about 30 seconds. And that will give you one-click access to the show each and every day. And you'll also have access to the question box. Now, real quick, I want to talk about two things that every trader has to deal with fear and anxiety now it's not just traders that have to deal with this we all deal with fear and anxiety in some areas of our life but with traders we're kind of under the gun every day and so we experience it on a daily basis it's not a new thing though it's been around a long time in Psalm 56 3 David prayed this prayer 
When I am afraid, I put my trust in you, in God, whose word I praise. In God I trust. I shall not be afraid. What can man do to me? So you see, one minute I trust God, but the next I start imagining my greatest fears. Maybe my airplane's going to crash, or I'm going to get sick, or it looks like one side of my house is sinking. One day I'm full of faith, and the next day low-grade anxiety sets in, and I start to wonder how I'm going to get everything done. Can you relate to feeling like your mind is hijacked by anxious thoughts? Perhaps you struggle with imagined worries about something that will probably never even happen. Or maybe you're already living your greatest fear, the loss of a job, illness, maybe the illness of your child, or even the end of a marriage. For those moments when anxious thoughts threaten our peace, we would do well to remember David's prayer, Psalm 56, verse 3, When I am afraid, I put my trust in you, in God whose word I praise, in God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? Whispering this prayer helps us turn our hearts towards God when our knees start knocking. It helps us stop the cycle of negative thoughts and remember we can trust God's love and his commitment to care for us. So friend, if you're struggling with fear and anxious thoughts today, whether you're trading or not, you're in good company. David felt afraid. However, he did not allow fear to stop him from calling God's trustworthiness to mind. When fearful thoughts come to mind, stop the worry cycle by centering your thoughts on God's faithfulness instead. Feed your mind with truth from Scripture. Look for a promise that you can believe and pray. If you are living with the stress of generalized anxiety, take a moment to stop and identify your fears and concerns. Then name them one by one before your Heavenly Father, asking Him to help you to trust Him. Surrender your specific concerns to the God who loves you and cares for your needs. Do not allow fear to stop you from coming to God in prayer. Because as you pray, he will bring greater peace to your heart. And so, join me in this prayer. Heavenly Father, I come to you in prayer today, confessing my great need. Your word tells me you care for even the smallest sparrow. That sometimes I fear you have forgotten me. Your word tells me you are faithful, yet I let my worries diminish my trust in you. I so easily forget all you have done for me in the past. Forgive me, Lord, and enable me to surrender my concerns to you today. Thank you for the precious encouragement I find in your word. Bring to my mind a promise I can cling to today. Strengthen my faith as I read scripture and help me remember to turn to the unchanging truths of your word when my changing circumstances make me feel fearful or anxious. Lord, help me identify the specific worries 
that are robbing me of my peace today. I entrust each concern into your care, and I surrender all control of my life to you. I believe you love and care for me, so when I am afraid, when I am anxious, I will trust in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Happy Tuesday. I hope it is a happy Tuesday for you. Whoever you are, wherever you are, what an exciting morning it's been in the markets. Uh, we were up. We were down. Uh, Chairman Powell, I think, is still talking. The more he talks about the taper, uh, the more the markets drop. But we'll get into all the charts in just a moment. Let me right now give you the numbers from around the world. These are the cash markets or indices, as they're called here in the U.S. We'll start there. The Dow is down 672 points. That's almost 2%. The NASDAQ is down 330 points. That is 2%. The S&P 500 is down 89 points. That's 2%. And the Russell 2000 down 56 points, that's two and a half percent. In the commodity basket, crude oil down $3.90, trading 66.05 last, that's a drop of five and a half percent. Gold down $10.80, trading 17.74.40 last. Silver down four cents, trading 22.75 last. In the Asian markets at the close, Nikkei posted a loss of 462 points. That's one and a half percent. The Shanghai gained a point, but the Hang Seng fell 376 points, which is a drop of over one and a half percent. There's blood in the streets. In the European markets at the close, FTSE down 50, DAX down 180, which is over 1%, and the CAC down 55, almost 1%. That gives us a mixed day in Asia because the Shanghai posted a gain of one point. It was a red day in the UK, and it is a big red Radio Tuesday here in the U.S. of A. We'll go to Michael now and get a recap of everything that happened this morning in the live trading room. After that, I'll be back. We'll look at the Logic 247 alerts, the concierge trade alerts, and at any point during this broadcast, if you have a question, simply type it into the question box and we'll be very happy to answer the question for you. Don't be shy because, uh, well, Nobody sees what you type but us. Michael, good morning again. Good morning. I can yes. see your charts. Excellent. Okay, here we go. And I'll hit mute on my end and it's all yours. Great. Thank you. All right. Um, yeah, let me just check. Okay, here we go. Good afternoon, everyone. Today is Tuesday, the last day of November, 2021. Uh, if you have not taken a free trial with us, go here to eminitrainingschool.com and 
here, all that we ask for is your first name, your email, and your phone number. You can tell us to be a stranger channel, so we tailor one on training just for you. Hit the send button to be sent a confirmation link. You must click on the confirmation link. Okay, if you don't click the link, we don't know you took the free trial. So make sure you click on that link. All right. Uh, we had a lot of trades today. We had a pretty good day. The markets have been crazy. So there was a lot of volatility and there was a lot of money to be made today. All right. I'm going to read the spreadsheet. You have to read all the CFTC risk disclosures down at the bottom. Um, today is the 30th of November, 2021, the last day of November, as I said. Uh, we made 38 ticks in crude, 85 ticks in gold, and 65 ticks on the EAS. Put us up $2,042 on the morning session. Um, today, it took, let me put this in. Today, it took um, four minutes and two trades to get to the goal for the day. That far up $100 a contract and took a total of 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. 30, 31 trades this morning. Okay. And so that puts us at $9,867 on the month. That's how we're going to end the month over 19 days, averaging $519 per contract per two hour trading day. Okay. On the year, uh, we've got our goal for the day now on 226 out of 229 possible days. And that puts us at $132,075. That's worth 229 trading days, averaging $576 per contract per two hour trading day. Now, if you were um, if you were to quit when you got your goal today, now this number over here was way off yesterday. The last couple of days, this number has been messed up. Like the last week, <laughs> it's been messed up. Um, I updated it today, so it's accurate. Um, so this number down here was a little exaggerated. No, it was wrong. It was way off on the on the downside. And then I thought I fixed it, but I fixed it wrong. And it was way off on the upside for a couple of days. So it's corrected now. But if you were to quit when you got your goal for the day and you added one contract per month now, um, you would have traded a total of 60.93 hours and you would have um, averaged $2,796 per hour. Okay, that is right. This number here was pulling from right here before. So that number was 9,800 and something this morning. And I realized that is way too high. It should pull from this number right here. Okay, that is the total of the month when we got our goal for the day. All right. Um, so that's all that stuff. Now let's get into the trades. It doesn't really matter where we start. I guess we'll start with gold. Okay. There were so many trades. I'm going to go through them fairly quickly. I'm probably not going to show you everything that we missed because there were just so many this morning between all the markets. All right, our first trade on gold right here was a break even. You can see it ran right up through all the things that we had. I had said I could see at the time. Um, too bad I got a break even on that. I hope some of the guys managed to stay in it, but I didn't. Um, so it ran way up like that. Then it had to it had to kind of correct itself, and you see there was nothing even available in here for a while till over here there was a bounce off the bbc we could have done right in here that i missed but i grabbed the next trade right here and it stopped me out so at that point i was minus eight on gold okay then we and we were really having a lot of trades in the other markets all through here all right then we finally picked up another one right here and i was looking at these numbers right here and i ended up picking up what i hit on that one 20 ticks that brought us to plus 12. then on this one i picked up Another 14 ticks to put us at plus 26, and two ticks to put us at plus 28. 
then you can see gold just started to tank. There was a trade right here that I missed, a trade right here that I missed, a trade right here. No, that wasn't, I'm sorry, the cycle was, on, was wrong. Um, there was a trade right here that I missed, trade right there that I missed. Now the cycle had to reset to continue this huge move down. I had stepped away during this period right here. That's why I was missing all those. Um, it got kind of choppy in here and everything was sort of resetting. I was looking for more of a trend to take another trade in here um, for this move down. Then it turned around and started to go up and retrace some of that. There was a bounce off the BBC right there. Um, it looks like there was one more trade right here that would have stopped you out. A short right here that would have worked, short right here that would have worked. A long right here, um, a short off the BBC right there. There was another short right here that would have given four ticks in profit. Uh, but this is all the stuff that it was just going kind of nuts in here. And I don't know why it's not showing the rest of my trades, but okay, here it's starting to show something here. Um, I must have been busy trading a whole bunch of other markets all during this. But there was a short right here, huge short right in there. And it looks like back here there was a short right here, another one right there, um, a long right there, a short right there. A short there that I missed, um, a short here, another one right here, another one here that I finally got. Now at this point, I think we're at plus 28. I grabbed this one, I got 20 more ticks that put us at 48. Then I got 20 more ticks that put us at 68. Then I got a break even and right here, I got from 68, I went to 83. So I got 15 there to get to 83. Then I had a break even there, 10 there to get us to 93. Then it started to get kind of choppy in here and I wasn't doing anything with all that chop. It moved down here. From 93, I was trying to get to 100. That's what I wanted to get to. And I missed getting it on this one and I missed getting it on that one. It did give it on both trades, but I ended up with break evens on both of those. And then there was one other trade that I took in here um, that I stopped out on. I don't remember where it was exactly. I think it was right over here. Um, it was right at the end of the session. I stopped out on it. That's how I ended up going from 93 back down to 85. That's where I ended with gold. Okay, and um, yeah, during the during the break, let's see, there was one short in here during the break, one short right here, another one right there, um, along from right here during the break. Let's just bring it all the way over so we can see everything. A short, a short. Um, along from right there. Now, I probably wouldn't have done this because it wasn't really trending all that well. It was kind of a trend. Um, a short, a short, a short. And that was it during the break. That was gold. We ended with uh, plus 85 on gold. Okay, so we'll do crude next. And you can see crude was crazy too. I mean, everything was, everything was bouncing all over the place today. It's just a lot of volatility. So on crude, um, yeah, on the ES is where we got our goal for the day. Um, and it wasn't actually 100 on the ES, it was 112.50. 
cards up again. But um, our first trade here on crude was right here. We actually, on crude oil, yeah, right here, we picked up 15 ticks on the first trade. Then the next trade looks like it was right here. I got a break even. Um, the trade after that, now look at that break even, it gave so much. The trade after that, I had just picked up six ticks on. Then the trade after that, I picked, uh, oh, I stopped out on that one. Um, and I went from 15 to 21 to 28, and then back down to 20. So somewhere in here, there's a trade missing. But I stopped out on this one, and that brought it back down to 20. And then I didn't do anything for a few minutes. I got into here, and I picked up 16 on that to put us at 36, then a break even. Then 10 there to put us at 46. Then toward the end of the session, uh, right in here, I didn't do anything all through here. It looks like there was a short right here. And um, right through here, it looks like there was a short right in here. And there, no, it looks like just right here. Right there and right there were the only two places you can short. And that moved down. Um, it came over here. Didn't do anything in here. Now we were at 46 at this point, and I took a break even right there. It looks like I missed a trade right here. This was an area I was looking for it to get down to. I think I tried to get filled on that. I didn't. Um, there was a trade I took in here. One last trade I took in here that I stopped out on, and that put me at 38. I don't know where that trade was that I stopped out on, though. It might have been right in here. I don't remember exactly where it was, but I did stop out. And I think it was to the tick, so it might have been here. Um, and I stopped out, and then it moved on. Um, during the break, let's see, because I went from 46 down to 38 was my last trading crude. Um, during the break, there was a short right here and there and over here and here and one more right there. Okay, and then the cycle had to reset and it was really messy through here, but there was one more short right there. And again, one more short right here and there. And as we move all the way over here. Um, there was a short in there and there. Okay, and Right there, wow, crude had a lot of stuff during the break. Um, there's a long right there, another one there. Uh, let's see, we draw the trend line. Yeah, this would have been the long right here. Okay, and another one right in there. So crude had a lot of stuff during the break. We ended with plus 38 on crude after that last stop up. Yes, now this is where we got the goal for the day. Yeah, I'll show you, it should have been we got nine ticks on that second trade on the ESO. This is taking forever to get back there. All those. So, you know, some days you can see everything from the morning session in one screen. God, how much I'm having to go back here. All right, this was our first trade of the day on the ES. I'm going to bring up the question box now that I think about it. Yeah. 
sound like Darth Vader today. I was I was kind of losing my voice this morning, Joe. Um, I had been talking so much, I was getting tired. But anyway, the first trade right here, we ended up with a break even on. Then this one right here, we picked up nine ticks. We came one tick away from stopping out, ended up with plus nine ticks. That's where we got the goal for the day right there. Um, the trade after that, we picked up 20 ticks right here. That put us at plus 29. Um, I missed a trade right here coming out of the weekly trading zone. Then I stopped out on this one. And this one was my fault. I should have had my stop at break even right over here. I should have bought my stop to break even. And there was one stop out on crude. That was my fault too. I should have had my stop at break even. But I ended up stopping out on that. And that put us back down to 21. Okay, then I had a bunch of four tick trades, I think. Um, let's just go through here, seeing. I'm watching the slingshot down here. Now we're not trending in most of the places where the slingshot's given us opportunity here, right? So then we went from 21 to 25 right here, and then from 25 to 29 right there, in a break even. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, we had, um, Right in here, we had nothing. It was a trade that I missed. It gave a little bit. I was looking for it to get up into these areas right here. And, and once it started rolling, it really did. Um, it was a long trade right through here that I missed, it looks like. And this is, yeah, look at all that right there. Now, Dwayne's going to get to this in a little while, but uh, 32 right here was a short from last night. And it triggered a bunch of times during the room this morning, um, the 32 number. and. We we're looking for it to get down to the zone down below, and it did get right through the zone. Um, you'll see in a few minutes here. But anyway, all of this, all of this right through here happened. <laughs> and there were some trades in here. There was a short right there. There was a short right here, um, a short right in here. Then the slingshot was all messed up. It turned around, tried to give you a long, but it didn't. Um, it did actually give you one from right. No, it didn't. Did it? No, it didn't. Turned around, gave another short right there. Wow. Okay, so then we're well down below the zone now, and we should be going to another zone down below us, I believe. And let's see. Okay, well, we are, yeah, big, big space is between the zones. Um, and next week's going to be the same way, as long as this week keeps going like it is. Well, it's already got a huge range, so next week's going to be the same way. Um, and that's, I mean, it's typical going into the last month of the year, you know, when, when the market usually makes a big move one way or another. And the way it's setting up right now, it's setting up for a big move up toward the end of the year. It's going to retrace all this stuff that it's doing right now. I'll show you that in a minute on the daily chart. Um, but there was a short right here that I missed. Okay, and then uh, looks like another one right in there. And where did I take more trades? I don't even know where I was on this at this point. Um, but here, we went, I think we went from 29 to 41 right here. We had 12 ticks right there, went to 40, 41. Then we went from 41 to 49 right there. Then we had something, there was a four tick somewhere. We went from 49 to 53 on a four tick, and then we went from 53 to 65. 
that was our last trade, it was 53 to 65 right here. So there was a four tick in here somewhere that I didn't write down. But anyway, we ended with 65 and during the break, there was a ton of activity. I'm not gonna go through it all because it was just so much. Um, it was, you just could look at the slingshot down here and look up here and see if you had trades. So there was a short, a short, a short, um, a short. And it tried to go long right through here. Um, it did actually give one right here. Okay. And then it turned around and started going short again. Then it got all sideways with nothing. Just watch the slingshot in here. Okay. There was another long right in there. It turned around and went short again right here off the BBC, followed by another one right here, followed by another one right here. Then it got sideways and didn't give you anything. And So the ES has just been crazy, crazy active this morning. I mean, it's got lots of trades everywhere, but you have to be really fast. You have to be on your game. Um, there was some short trade in here. While I've been talking, uh, there was long right there. And it looks like maybe, maybe one more right there that would have been a break even. There was one here. A lot of these would have been break even in all this junk right here. And then it turned around and started to give what looked like a short. There was one short right here you could have taken above the MA one. Um, but yeah, so there was so much activity today. And we ended with plus 65 on the ES. Bring this back up. Okay, now if you can look at the spreadsheet, you gotta read all the CFTC risk disclosures down at the bottom. Today's the last day of November, November 30th, 2021. With plus 38 and crude plus 85 and gold plus 65 on the ES. It was 2,042 bucks this morning. This is wrong. All right, today took four minutes and two trades to get to 112.50, and we took a total of 31 trades this morning. Yeah, that's correct. Okay, on the month now, we're at 9,867, so we're 19 trading days, averaging $519 per contract per two-hour trading day. Now, that's the big deal. What did you average on the month per day and on the year per day? If those two are pretty much in, in sync with each other, that's a good thing. Especially this late in the year. I think last year it was around 300 and something at this point in the year. Let's go look. I know, I'm sorry, I'm dragging this out too long. What month is this? Last month. I mean, last year at this time. Right? Last year at this time, we averaged 400 in the month of November. And I can't tell where we were on the year at that point. I don't know, we had 7,600 for the month of November last year. Um, anyway, so this December was better. Right in here, 9,867 on a month, um, 519 on a day, 132,075 on the year so far. So 229 days, averaging 576 per contract per two hour day. If you were to quit when you got your goal for the day, and, um, and you were to add one, uh, one contract per month on the year, you would work 60.93 hours and you would have averaged $2,798 per hour. Now, again, that's per hour. You know, most of the days go in minutes. So it adds up over time. It doesn't start out with $2,798. I think it started out with, you know, 
700 or something like that per hour because the first couple of days were you know minutes if you had them all up. Um, but that's where we stand. Now, if you've not taken a free trial list and you want to, go here to EnglishTrainingSchool.com and on this page, all the passwords, first name, your email, and your phone number. You can tell us to be a strange challenge. We can tell the one on training just for you. Hit the send button and be sent the confirmation link. You must click on the confirmation link. Okay, if you don't click that link, you don't know you took the free trial. So make sure you click it. And yeah, Joan, that's just really the, the blueprint, the 2420 blueprint. It, I could have gone back and and added that in for all the years before this. Well, all the years that I kept track of all the information before this. I'm sure there's probably more than one year that I kept track of all the information. But I, I didn't really realize until one day it just struck me that, hey, you know what? I really do keep track of all the 2420 blueprint stuff. And so I thought I'd write it all down for you so you can just follow all the way through. The only difference is this is probably a little less than the 2420 blueprint. Because with the 2420 blueprint, you add a contract for every $2,000 per contract. So like right here, you know, I would add a contract at 2,000 bucks. I would have waited until I had 3,457. And right here, I would add a contract at 4,000 bucks, which would have been 2,000 here plus 4,000 here would be 6,000. So, <clears throat> you know, you can see how they, they would have happened sooner in both of those months. And that rolls up into this month and this month, I would have added a contract at would have been 8,000 bucks, right? Cause this is 6,000, so it would have been 8,000 bucks. And you can see how that would have made it so much bigger if I would have been doing it every 2,000 bucks instead of doing it one contract per month. Okay, that's, well, it's just the way the 2420 blueprint is written. Okay, so with that, we can pass it back out to Fabulous Phoenix, Arizona, Studio 8, Overlooking South Mountain. America's largest city park. Okay. Okay, Sorry, I drank that out a little bit. Do one of those. A little bit of this. Oh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Okay. And. There you go. Voila. Recap of the recap. Today it took four minutes and two trades to get to $112.50. Good job. Thank you. As always, guys, when Powell started talking about the taper that he's going to address at the next FOMC meeting, stocks tanked and the dollar soared. We'll get into the charts here in just a moment. Now, Michael just went over what happened in the live training room today from 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Eastern. The Logic 247 alerts, these come out to all of our members around the clock 24-7 from Sunday night at 6 p.m. Eastern until Friday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern. And yes, the alerts are issued well ahead of when they trigger so that you have plenty of time to get to your computer study the setup because our goal is not to just give you alerts to trade and make money which is fine if you do that but you're missing the bigger picture which is learning how to find the windows of opportunity yourself or the woo spot as the guys in the live training room have named it since the markets opened sunday night 
at 6 p.m. Eastern. And today's only Tuesday. We've issued a total of 38 alerts. Eight never triggered. Still waiting on the outcome of one. We've had 29 actionable alerts, of which three or 10% would have been stopped out based on not risking more than $300 per contract per trade, less when possible based on market structure, and a very simple three-step process that we teach all of our traders. Now, last week, which was week 173, this is how we finished the week. Total of 59 alerts, 13 never triggered, 46 actionable, eight gas stopped out or 17% based on that $300 risk profile that I just mentioned. So Sunday night, 6 p.m. Eastern, that began week 174 of Logic 247. And the very first alert coming out of the box on all the indices were gap fills, which actually didn't fill until today, but that's okay. A trade's a trade, you just gotta wait on it sometimes. This is what I mean about I give you plenty of time, you know, to get to your computer and understand the trade before you take the trade. And so Sunday night I posted this. Today, Tuesday, it finally filled. Uh, we had a gap fill on the Dow. That filled. Gap fill on the Russell. Filled. NQ hasn't filled. Uh, we gave up on crude filling and we gave up on gold filling. Here we have a short on silver. S means sell, whereas B means buy, okay? And then T is initial target. And then when you see PS, that means potential support or target number two. And then this would be target number three, okay? Here was a hedge on the ES to be long, got stopped out. Here was a hedge on the Dow to be long. Here was a no trigger on the Russell hedge. Here was a hedge on the NQ to be long. Now, depending upon your entry, uh, and this is at the time the recap was done. These are, as you can see, going along at 16,197 up to 225. Uh, that's 25, it's 25, call $500 per contract traded. Uh, but then the market kept going. So here was a hedge on crude to be long. Here was a hedge on gold to be long, a no trigger on silver. Uh, here's a long on the S&P. Again, by, B is buy, T is initial target, potential resistance, second target, and then the final trade to target is always the weekly trading zone above on a long or the weekly trading zone below on a short. Here's a stop out on the Dow. Here's a short on gold. Here's a short on the Dow. Here's a short on the Russell. Here's a short on crude. 
crude and here right here guys this is alert after 174 weeks here's alert number 9000 to be long the NQ and at the time the recap was done uh, it was worth about $300 per contract per trade uh, I'm not sure how much further we kept going I'd have to go look at the individual trade these numbers that you see up here in brackets that's where the market had ran to at the time valerie comes through to do the recap we had a couple of no triggers on the s p on the dow on the russell still waiting on this nq here's a short on the s p uh the s p was to sell 46.52 and we printed the official exit signal at 46.11 so that's basically 40 points at $50 a point. That's $2,000 per contract traded. You almost paid for half your passport in this one trade if you wrote it out. Uh, here's a short on the Dow. Short on the Russell. Short on the NQ. Short on crude oil. Here's a long on gold. Here is a short on gold, short on the S&P, short on the Dow, short on the Russell, short on, short on the NQ, and we're up to alert number 9016, which is a short on crude oil. Okay, that's the Logic 247 alerts that come out 24-7 around the clock. Could be 2 a.m. or 2 p.m. We have traders around the world. So our day session is their night session and vice versa. Now, along with the logic alerts, which we've had for 174 weeks, we still have our original alert service, the concierge trade alerts. The format for those is a little bit different. Okay. This is published as a static report shortly after the Globex open each evening. Today's Tuesday. The Tuesday session will end today at 5 p.m. Eastern. Tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern, that will begin the Wednesday session, even though it's still Tuesday night here in the U.S. So these were posted last night at 6.40 p.m. There's two numbers for each market. When we go to the charts, you'll see I drew a line in the sand at 46.72. I drew a line in the sand at 46.34. When this report is published, you should make note of the current price for the markets you trade. Because from that point forward, if price starts trending up towards 46.72, that's bullish. So you're going to look for opportunities to be long the market using Logic 247 and everything Michael and Valerie teach you in the live training room. On the other hand, if price starts trending down towards 46.34, that's bearish. And so you'll be looking for opportunities to be short the market using Logic 247 and everything you learn in the live training room. We cover the S&P, the Dow, the Russell, crude, the NQ, gold and silver, everything we cover with Logic 247. If you want a screenshot, grab it now because we're about to go to the charts. Five, four, three, two, one. All right. Here we go. S&P daily chart. If you leave your charts running overnight, round the clock, like some of us do, because we're a little bit freaky like that, 
you need to refresh your daily chart when the new session starts okay and that's how simple it is <clears throat> all right the last leg up started here the low that was put in October 1st and then the leg put in a high November 22nd okay that is the new all-time historic intraday high and here's that beautiful rounding top that I was talking about all last week okay over time your eyes will begin to see these sorts of things some things you can teach some things just come with time and experience now Friday shakeout just got shook out a little bit more we're almost down from this low to this high this is the 24% Feb retracement this is the 38% Feb retracement came right down and it looks like we might have missed it by a tick okay but I don't think this market is done declining quite yet if we get through the 38% Feb retracement then we're looking at the 50% Feb retracement at 4500 the 62% Feb retracement is at 4443 and then we've got this area the bullish cross that led to all this when price revisits this area we expect that to be good support and to give us a very nice bounce just like over here when we had this bearish cross when price revisited the area where the bearish cross took place look what happened bam put in the new low okay so we expect the same kind of action in reverse if price makes it back to the bullish cross in order to get to that bullish cross it's got to trade through the 38 which already has given us a bounce we get down to the 50 we expect a bounce we get down to the 62 we expect a bounce remember institutions fund managers deep pocket traders they watch daily weekly and monthly charts the way you and I watch range charts and 30-minute charts and five-minute charts and tick charts so when a fib number is hit on a daily chart the big money sees it and the big money was ready to buy the 38 percent fib now there's a lot of pressure overhead so how far can they bounce it we'll wait and see but we've got red and falling overhead we're below the step line we're below the daily BBC if we crack this 38% fib at 45.57, then look for a potentially brisk move down to 4,500. And right in the middle, we have a weekly trading zone at 45.44 slash 45, which I'll show you as we go to the 30-minute chart. Okay. All right. Now this vertical line separates today Tuesday from yesterday Monday so let me tighten this up okay and let me stretch this over now this is in the live training room this morning I kept talking about guys I think we're going to trigger we'd already triggered the CTA once on the short side early in the session I said but I think we're going to do it again and boy did we uh, now the long CTA obviously that one never triggered 
let me clean this up so I won't have to do it later. Okay. All right. So no CTA trigger on the long side. The first CTA trigger was this candle right here. Okay. Notice how price consolidated at the weekly trading zone. Price only does three things at a weekly trading zone. Now the zones are published Monday morning at 6.15 a.m. Eastern for all of our members. We've published the zones since December 14th of 2009. So we have over a decade of data to support everything I say to you about these weekly zones. The most likely thing to happen at a zone is consolidation. That's 70 to 75% of the time. The second most likely thing to happen is rejection. That's when a big red candle in this case came down, touched the zone, but by the time the 30 minute period was over, all that was left touching the zone was the wick. That's rejection. That's gonna happen 20, 25% of the time. Here's more consolidation, more consolidation. Now, here's a slice. Well, it's not a perfect example of a slice because we had already pierced the zone. But here's what typically happens. When price slices through a zone like it's not even there, when it runs out of steam, it will attempt to retrace back to the zone it sliced through and continue in the direction of the slice exactly like it did. So price then got back to the zone consolidated, got back above the trigger. Now this first trigger from 34 to 22, the zone is 21.22. And remember, on every alert, the final trade to target is the weekly zone below on a short, the zone above on a long. So from 22 to 34, that would be 12 points. At $50 a point, $600 per contract traded. And then we ripped right through there. We got above the trigger, down we go. Now our next weekly trading zone on the downside is here at 45.44. So your window of opportunity, uh, 45.58, down to 45.48. I know the zone's 44.45. But zones are an area just like FIBS, so I always like to be cautious, okay? I wanna make sure we take out this low, get what I can get, and then get out in case we come short of touching the zone. Now, that's a personal preference. You don't have to trade it that way. You could also take advantage of this window of opportunity right here. From 45.72, down to 45.64, okay? All right, that's the S&P. Big move, big day, took out Friday's low, and that's a big deal. Then we hit the 38 and bounced, okay? But I think that's the only reason we bounced. I believe the market would have continued to fall had it not been for that 38% FIB on the daily chart because there were institutional buyers just sitting there at that 38% fib saying, come to me, come to me, come to me. 
and it missed it by a tick, which means some of them bought their ticket early. On to the Dow. Okay. All right. No long trigger on the Dow. Now, once an alert triggers, there's a greater probability of it triggering multiple times, like you saw in the S&P, than not triggering multiple times. In this case, price reached up trying to get above the trigger a second time, but wasn't able to do that. Okay, so the trigger was 975, and the low was put in at 450. So 975. 975 minus 450 times $5 a point is what the Dow pays. That's a $2,625 per contract move. And it hasn't even got to the target yet. That right there with one contract, that pays for half a year passport true story uh, window of opportunity you say of course there is now this zone is 25 slash 30 so you could take this window here or if you want a little more confirmation you could wait and trade that window there okay trade that window and this window could turn into that window depends upon the strength of the move to the downside. All right, that covers the down. Tighten these charts up a little bit. Our next weekly zone this week is down at 34,325 slash 34,330. Okay. The Russell. All right, no trigger on the long side, trigger on the short side. The number's 2242, not 2242.1. Okay. Now, remember this line, just tighten it up right now. And let me tighten this one. All right. Okay. All right. So we triggered here on the Russell at 2242. The target, of course, is the zone below, which we have now hit. Uh, but we only got the one trigger. Some days on a strong directional move, you only get the one trigger. So the first move down from 2242 took us to a low of 2192 so 2242 should be 42 and 8 that'd be 50 points at $5 a point this is a $2500 per contract move and every single one of our members, passport holders, got these trades last night 
at 6.40 p.m. Eastern. Okay. Published entry. Published target. Trading's not easy, but good Lord, do we try and make it simple for you. Okay. Sometimes, if you've been at this a long time and you've not had success, you're going to have to unlearn a few things. You're going to have to forget a few things. Sometimes it's easier starting with a clean slate. Uh, so, if you're holding on to things because you're the kind of person that holds on to things, and even though it's never made you any money, in fact, it's cost you money, I encourage you to just push that aside, take it off your chart, and, and let our indicators and what Michael and Valerie are teaching you in the live training room each morning let that be your focus i mean if you own some other kind of thing that's never really done you any good you can always go back to it right but give this a shot can't encourage that enough so we pull back to the bvc where we found resistance that's what we expect when price pulls up to the bvc we expect to be resistance we found resistance and it took us right back down to the zone where we're now consolidating uh, first candle that touched it got rejected, then it got rejected again. Now we're just consolidating quietly. The zone is 2179 slash 2180. And again, these numbers went out to all of our members Monday morning, 6.15 a.m. Eastern, the weekly zones. The CTAs are published every night shortly after the Globex open, and the logic alerts come out around the clock as opportunity presents itself. So we've covered the S&P, we've covered the Dow, we covered the Russell, let's do the NQ. Okay, so the short trigger on the NQ was 16 to 75. Uh, the long trigger was 16,466, which never got touched. <coughs> On the first trigger, from 275, we dropped to 239. So 75 minus 39. 75 minus 39 times $20 a point. That was 36 points. $720 per contract traded. Right here, we got two examples of price basically getting rejected, although it did drop to 324. I'm sorry, that's not right. Stand by. 265, that's 10 points, $20 a point. That right there is a $200 per contract move. And price got back above the trigger, dropped again. This drop took it all the way to the target. And so 275 minus 148. That's 127 points at $20 a point. That's $2,540 per contract traded. That just paid for the other half of your passport. And remember, the passport's lifetime. It's lifetime access to everything we do, everything we've ever done, and all the stuff we're getting ready to do in the future. 
You can get your passport by going to eminifuturestrading.com. If you have questions, you can call Valerie at 949-42-E-MINI or email support at cfrn.net. What sets us apart from the rest of the guys out there? Well, a couple things. One, we have a living, breathing instructor putting on, taking off live trades in a live market for two hours every trading day, explaining every trade he takes, every move he makes, the rule behind it, and answering your questions on the fly. Along with that group training, we have unlimited one-on-one -on -one mentoring for our lifetime members. We teach you our proprietary methodology. You own our indicator set for life. And you get the around-the-clock logic alerts and the concierge trade alerts. And it all happens when you go right here to eminifuturestrading.com. All right. So we've already talked about the NQ. So now, oh, you're looking for a window. I say, I say, I say you're looking for a window. There's one right there. And you got to watch over here because you're going to have some potential support come into play. So if we get through this window and take out that low, that gives us another window of opportunity before we get to this potential support. Okay, crude oil. Uh, no trigger on the long side, obviously. The short trigger was at 68.80. Okay. First trigger took us down to 67.06. Um, let's call it 67 for a minute. That would be $1,800 per contract traded, but we'll just call it $1,700 per contract traded. 17. So two trades paid for your passport, and now this you can take the wife out for a nice lunch. Okay, then we got back above the trigger, and we triggered again. Okay, and from 68.80, we dropped to 65. That's $3,800 per contract traded. And we still haven't got to the target yet. Published entry. Every one of our traders got it last night, 6.40 p.m. Eastern. Triggered once. Triggered twice. Still headed for the target. All right. Gold. Gold, we triggered, uh, we had two-sided action, as my friend Mike Reed used to say. Okay, we triggered the long side and hit the target. Uh, on a long, the, tar the tr final trade two target is always the zone overhead. Okay, so we triggered 92, ran right up to the zone at 95. That's $300 per contract traded. Then we got back below the trigger, did another $300 per contract traded, got back below the trigger, but not all triggers are created equal. 
okay because price dipped below the BBC so we don't really want to be going along under those conditions however and, and look where the market turned right at the zone 1810 slash 11 I gotta say these numbers went to our members Monday morning 615 a.m. Eastern the weekly zones become like fixed support and resistance now once they're published Monday morning since December 14th of 2009 they're carved in stone for the entire week we don't change them massage them manipulate them in any way whatsoever okay on the short side 1781 this zone is 1777 slash 78 so that's a $300 per contract trade and then last but not least silver okay the long trigger on silver was 2311 and it ran right up to the target at 2326 let me remind you that when the price of silver changes by one dollar that's a hundred pennies when it goes from twenty two dollars to twenty three dollars that's a one dollar move if you're holding an ounce of silver then you make or lose the dollar if you're holding a futures contract you make or lose five grand when price moves by one dollar and so from 2311 we ran up to 2326 which was the target and the short side hasn't triggered just yet but it looks like it wants to so let me tighten these up while I'm here I won't have to do it later and that brings us all the way around the markets right back to our daily where we still got that buyers there are buyers at the 38% Fib retracement they at some point okay if they can't move this thing back up to the 24% Fib they're going to throw in the towel they're going to back off and wait for a better price remember when you want to go long the lower the price the better it's just like if you want to buy tennis shoes you wouldn't buy tennis shoes at the mall today for $200 if you heard they were going to be on sale tomorrow for $100, right? You just go back the next day. Unless you're some filthy rich rapper or crypto billionaire, and then it wouldn't matter. Plus, you'd probably send somebody to the mall for you. Or have Amazon deliver it. Okay, so watch this closely on your own daily chart. It's 38% fibs of 45.57 now again we got a weekly trading zone right here at 45.44 see how we've entered that window of opportunity that initial window of opportunity on the Dow on the S&P on the Dow same thing okay we've already entered it I didn't draw one on the Russell and the NQ we're just sitting right on top of it okay all right if there are no questions I will now proceed to our good word for the day yesterday we talked about being able to recognize when it's wise 
to compromise. Compromising is not a bad thing under the right conditions. Today, we're going to head in a different direction, especially as we approach this holiday season, this season of giving. You know, while many of us will be sitting around a tree with friends and family, opening gifts and laughing and drinking the eggnog, right? There's a lot of people out there whose lives are broken, they're hurting. If you watch the news, you see them living in tents on the streets in towns all over America, okay? So I want to spend a couple days encouraging you to think more about others. 1 John 3.17 But whoever has this world's goods and sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? On a scale of 1 to 10, how often do you think about the needs of others and try to meet them? Now, before you answer, let me share this. If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Selfishness is defined as the state of being overly concerned with one's own self. Now, God is not asking you to sacrifice for others to the point where you jeopardize your own health and mental well-being and then end up resentful for doing so and living in a tent yourself. Nor does he expect you to meet every need that comes your way. I learned a long time ago, and this was a hard lesson. Last company I owned and ran, I had 50 employees. And it was constant, all day long. Hey boss, can I come in? And I, I always knew, nobody ever came in just to say, hey, hope you're having a great day, got you some flowers. No, everybody had a need, right? But I soon learned that not everyone that knocked on my door was sent by Jesus, by the Holy Spirit. I soon learned that the enemy saw that I was such a soft touch that people could come into my office and lay some crazy story on me and I would just write the check because I felt like I was doing God's work. Finally, the Holy Spirit woke me up in the middle of writing a check and I was like, dude, did I... Didn't I just pay your rent and your water bill and your electric bill last month? Yeah. Didn't you make five grand last month? Yeah. Oh, what's going on here? Well, I, I slipped, I fell, I this, I that, okay? So, remember this, okay? Not every person that extends their hand and says, help me, is sent to you by God. Satan can send people as well and make them look like an angel. It's a tough lesson. It was an expensive lesson, but it was a good lesson. God is challenging the 
what's in it for me attitude of our age in which self-gratification, self-improvement, self-enlightenment, and self-indulgence is increasingly being promoted. Selfishness dies hard, but it's a stronghold you must break in order to experience the peace and joy that gives life meaning. B.C. Forbes, the founder of Forbes magazine, said, I've never known any human being, high or humble, who regretted when nearing life's end, having done kindly deeds. But I have known more than one who became haunted by the realization that they had led selfish lives. And in the book of James, we read, James 2.15, If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for their body, what does it profit? Thus also, faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. Now that's the New King James Version. The, KG, the K, KJV says, faith without works is dead. And some people want to theologically argue the point that you can't earn God's favor. You can't earn his love. You can't earn salvation. So they want to argue with James about that scripture. What James is saying is, is if you are filled with the love of God, then you're going to see the world through God's eyes. When you touch people, you're going to touch them with God's hands. So if you're truly filled with the Holy Spirit, if you're truly filled with the Spirit of God, you can't stop yourself from doing good works. That's how it works. So, think more about others than yourself. And that's our good word for the day. If you still don't have that passport, go to eminifuturestrading.com. It's all spelled out. Signing up is easy. If you need help, get a hold of Valerie, 949-42-E-MINI, or just send an email to support at cfrn.net. Thanks so much for tuning in. Whoever you are, wherever you are, May God continue to richly bless you with his mercy and with his grace. And I'll see you at the bell. Remember this, there is no greater return on investment than to see a human life changed and given hope. As always, pray hard and trade safe. 
Any financial information discussed on this show is simply the opinion of our host, Dwayne Reeves, his co-hosts, and guests. To learn more about trading e-mini futures or to take a one-week free trial in our live trading room, call 1-866-928-3310. 866-928-3310. Information discussed on this radio program should not be construed as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. Always do your own due diligence and consult with a licensed securities broker or financial planner before making any investment decision. You're listening to CFRN, the Christian Financial Radio Network.